Welcome to Dice Camera Action in Audio Form. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk. Chris Perkins is the dungeon master for the amazing group of adventurers known as the Waffle Crew. They've been broadcasting on twitch.tv slash dnd at 4 p.m. Pacific time every Tuesday for a while, but we wanted to give fans who prefer to listen in audio form a way to follow their adventures. We're going back to the start of the Waffle Crew's adventures in Barovia and the greater Sword Coast area and publishing them all on this new podcast feed. Going forward, we'll be releasing weekly episodes pulled from the live stream here on the Dice Camera Action RSS. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com for full episode recaps and information about all the NPCs, guest appearances, and adopted pets of the party. For this episode, we'll pick up right when Chris Perkins says hello to the crew. Enjoy this suboptimal party. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Stream of Annihilation Dice Camera Action Special Episode. Yay. Woo! Hey! Oh. <laughs> You're a live audience. I'm not used to that part. Right. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, there's people here. <laughs> you all look the same in real life as you do on TV. Oh. Except more blonde. Right. Yeah. So over here we have Anna playing Evelyn the Paladin. And next to me is Jared playing um, DF the Rogue. And Holly as Strix the Sorcerer. And Allie as our demon blooded bard. So welcome and special welcome to Allie for joining our game. Yeah. All right. Tonight's episode is called Bite the Dust. I can't explain why, mm. but we'll find out soon. <laughs> I wonder why it could be. Oh, no. good idea. So when last we left the Waffle Crew, you guys had just made your way back to Citadel Adbar, the underground dwarven stronghold in the mountains. Mm-hmm. And uh, there, as you were headed to an audience with the dwarven king Harnoth, you saw a group of uh, priests or clerics or acolytes with the symbol of the Morning Lord on their equipment. (laughs) (laughs) And Evelyn, being a Morning Lord uh, devotee herself, took it upon herself to, to rush down and confront them. And when she did, realized that these four individuals, uh, they were dressed in these white robes, but their, their symbol of the sun was more ancient and older than yours. And uh, you remember seeing similar symbols like that from your dreadful experience in the unholy land of Barovia. Mm-hmm. And so that made you instantly suspicious. But then you became doubly confused slash suspicious when one of the figures turned to face you and it was your old acquaintance, the vampire hunter, Dr. Rudolf Van Richten. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You haven't seen him since you escaped from Barovia. Mm-hmm. And uh, you were taken aback and actually backed up a few I did. feet at that time. I screamed. <laughs> so, and where, uh, for context for people who might not remember, where do we assume that Van Richten was? What did we think he was doing or where he was? So uh, as far as you know, he was going to basically... Uh, stay in Barovia, because mm-hmm. um, he wasn't entirely convinced that the, the borders would remain open, mm-hmm. that the danger had truly passed. Right. Uh, so his being here is a total surprise. Uh, the three strangers that he's with, uh, there are two women, a very young girl, uh, a, uh, and then a, a large, heavy-set, middle-aged woman. Mm-hmm. 
And then there is a, a man, um, quite tall, um, uh, young and strong looking. Like this guy could bend bars with his teeth kind of strong. Oh, nice. oh. <laughs> oh no. Uh, and, uh, but they're all dressed in these sort of clerical vestments or robes. Um, that, that uh, but you can see that they're soiled and dirty on close inspection. Like they've probably traveled a long way wearing them. Um, your surprise seems to take some of them, uh, take the three of them aback. But Van Richten just sort of holds up a, an old hand mm-hmm. at you to sort of try to calm you down. Okay. As he puts out that hand, I'm kind of like, Evelyn's natural reaction is to go for a hug, but then she's like, and she kind of like takes his hand and shakes it a little bit. <laughs> An awkward shake. I'm so glad to see you. How did you get here? Oh my. And while this is while this encounter is going on, there are you're in a public um, corridor, and there are dwarves sort of coming, and going, and giving you strange looks and things like that, uh, carrying on their daily business. This is a crowded, fairly crowded area, and occasionally you're kind of jostled, and you know some dwarf will cut in front of you, between you and Van Richten. Um, uh, but Van Richten says, uh, well, actually, before he's allowed to speak. Uh, the large, heavy-set woman sort of strides forth and uh, looks you up and down, and then looks up to a balcony overhead <laughs> where your two friends, Diath and Strix, <laughs> are perched, and uh, her her unibrow furrows. <laughs> Hi, I'm Evelyn Marthane. Very pleased to meet you, servant of Lathander, in the service of the Morning Lord. Uh, she she crosses her arms across uh, her chest and says. You travel in the company of fiends. I'm sure you don't mean my friends. As, and as soon as I hear that, I yell, "Take off!" They <laughs> <laughs> her language, no mind. She's she's very polite once you get to know her. Come on down, guys. Meet our new friends. I do not want to meet them. I can sense the abomination. Well, that's quite rude. I think you'll get to know them and like them very well. Uh, Van Richten at this point uh, steps in and says, "My dear Evelyn." It is so good to see you again. You too, my friend. How have you been? Where's Dee? Is she coming too? Uh-oh. <laughs> Let me to introduce you to Sybil Nightgrave. Hello, Sybil. Very pleased to meet you. I'm sure we'll get off on a better foot soon. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Van Richten uh, turns to Sybil and says, Do not fear, my dear. They, they are my friends. Funny we should meet them here. Fate has such a sense of humor. By fate, I'm sure you mean the morning lord and his omniscience knows that we are to be brought back together for the service of his holy life. While uh, Evelyn is rambling, Strix yeah. will walk down and just <laughs> stand behind, stand okay. behind her like, hey. Yes. Your, your robe sort of gets caught on something as you oh. go down the stairs. You kind of make another new tear in it as you go. Um, but, but you uh, make it down. Are you going down as well? Do yeah, I'll, I'll go with her. Okay. While they're walking down, I also put out my hand, especially to the big strong guy, and I'm like, well, hello. <laughs> my name is Evelyn. What's yours? Uh, he extends a hand out to you, and then Sybil slaps it away. Oh. I do not like this Sybil person. And uh, she says, the light is within me, and me alone. I don't think that's how the light works. <laughs> he says, we are from Barovia. It has been released from the darkness by the Morning Lord, and he has gifted me with the vision to find the evil that has escaped. Mm-hmm. There is a demon lurking here in this dark place, and we are going to kill it. Here, here? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay. Well, I'm down. I'm always down for some demon killing. Uh, At that point, Van Richten sort of says, I would like to speak to my old friends alone. 
um, and uh, takes you and Strix and DF aside a little ways, just out of earshot of Sybil and her two acolytes. Okay. I, I uh, wink at the large, strong guy as he leaves. I stare at Sybil. <laughs> what was the tall guy's name? He, did, he didn't say it, did he? He said uh, he, he didn't. Okay. Um, but if you think to ask Van Richten. What was, what was that guy's name? Uh, his name is Borkov. Borkov. Okay. Yes. And uh, it takes you aside, and uh, Van Richten says, Sybil has been gifted with some sort of premonition, hmm. but I do not believe that what she seeks is truly evil. You don't? No. What do you think it is? I believe that she and her followers are misguided. I believe that they have been led astray. I believe that they must be destroyed. You mean Sybil must be destroyed? Yes. And Borkoff, or? (laughs) He's tall. Are you sure he needs to be destroyed? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we could just keep that one. He says, I need your help to help catch this demon. How did you even get here, and how did you find us? He says, I am guided by my own uh, fates. I have old, ancient friends who speak to me in my dreams. That does not sound good, Van Richten. <laughs> Just as an aside. <laughs> One of them is a powerful witch. A powerful witch in terms of, like, the Holy Light of Lathander powerful witch? No, the other kind of witch. Well, I don't know if I'd really trust what someone like that had to say either. If you knew her, you know that she wouldn't reach out to me if she didn't fear something. I intend to find out what it is. Well, we're never too busy to help a friend, right, Dia? Uh, Yeah, sure, whatever you want to do. <laughs> we says, just got done with the giants! <laughs> first thing we must do is find this demon that Sybil seeks to destroy before her agents do. There are others. She and those three aren't the only ones. They are searching this place for her, and they will find her, this demon. Do we have time real quick to just, like, go say hi to the Dwarf King? Because we just finished a mission for him, and he's probably going to want to give us, like, some sort of reward, and, you know, just stop in, or... You can, at his peril. Oh. Oh. What? Oh. What? Why would we cause peril? You're saying the demons himself is a threat to the king. Oh. oh. If nothing else, we can also lead them right to him. He I says, just, I just really wanted to get Lightfall fixed, but I suppose that can wait. Lightfall? You know, Lightfall. Yeah, she broke her holy symbol. It shattered. Acts of light. He says, that's quite, Light of Lathander. That's very tragic. A bad sign. An ill omen, as it were. I'm sure it's easily fixable. I pull out like a couple of the shards that I've <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be fine. <laughs> You fix Simon before you fix Lightfall. Uh, that seems to actually <laughs> that seems to surprise Van Richten. He's kind of shocked to see Lightfall in that state, and it actually deeply saddens him to see this symbol destroyed in this way. I like kind of comfortingly pat him on the shoulder, and I'm like, I know that Lathander has a reason for everything. I don't like to be touched. <laughs> <laughs> I know a couple other people like that. She gets that way. <laughs> I don't like to be touched either. I give Strix a hug. No! He actually uh, takes you uh, just an inch or two further away while they're hugging and says, (laughs) This demon creature that Sybil seeks, we will use her as a lure. 
we will draw Sybil and her companions away from a public place. An ambush? Yes, there, there we will finish them. Within Adbar or outside? We must do it here. Damn it. <laughs> Perhaps you could find us a place while we search for her. Um, yeah, I guess I, I probably could. I'll find, I could find a place that's sands a lot of people and yeah. or uh, any possible civilians. Uh, should I go by myself? Does anyone want to come with? I don't think you should go anywhere by yourself. No, no, we're all going together. <laughs> he says, it would be best if you did. That way you won't be easily followed. Ooh, I uh, mean, last time he went by himself, he didn't feel very good afterwards. I'm, I mean, I'll, I'll do it if I have to, but I'd, I'd rather, um, yeah, I mean, so. We did get, Van Richten did help us at Barovia. He's probably right, I guess. Maybe just, maybe it'll be okay. I don't know. Doesn't the Morning Lord tell you something like, hey, he'll be fine? I mean, the Morning Lord tells me that everything will be fine. Uh, why did I even, but... why did I even ask? Right, well, we probably don't have a whole lot of time. At that so. point in time, you hear Sybil reassuring her companions like 10 feet away. Uh, she says, the Morning Lord will never lead me astray. He guides me. He would never betray us. Guys, I think she might be led astray. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I guess I'll, uh, I guess I can probably easily find you guys, or mm -hmm. do you want to- We're just sitting there like, hugging like- Get like a meetup point somewhere? Or? Oh, you mean after. Yeah, will I find this, what will you guys be doing? They'll be looking for this demon that Sybil seeks. All right. If on the way you happen to run into like a master axe maker or something like that. So, and, uh, and Van Richten says, Evelyn has the power to find her. To find the demon? She, she may have fiendish blood. The demon is the her with the fiendish blood. <laughs> and I might have the power to find her? You are a paladin, are you not? I am. I, I think really hard. <laughs> <laughs> think about what? Where she is. Uh, no, so, I don't see her. Okay. <laughs> how, how do you think I would find her? Using your ability to sense the presence of fiends. Hey. hey. <laughs> I um, have not in a while used my divine sense, so I suppose I do when he says that. Yeah. Do I sense any fiends around in our immediate vicinity? No. <laughs> <laughs> Strix is technically not a fiend, uh, right. but she's got some fiendish influence, uh, heritage, as it were. Right. Uh, but There's like a tingle of fiendish. You do sense there is a tingle of, of fiendishness nearby, and you do kind of get a rough bearing. Can I hone in on where or who or what it might be? It's not close. Like, it's not within eye, eyesight. That way. <laughs> I sense evil that way. Let's go. Uh, all right. You're going somewhere else. Yeah, I guess. Um, when you point that way, mm -hmm. Van Richten just takes his cane and moves your arm <laughs> in, the other, in, the other, in the other direction. <laughs> and he says, we can't have Sybil knowing where we're going now. Can we? I mean, that way. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Lilith, you have, uh, some time ago, you received a sending from Gatzaga the witch, um, with whom you do not have the most meaningful, trusting relationship. Uh, but the, and you don't recall the last time she ever sent you a warning about anything, but the sending spell 
uh, reaches out to your mind and says, They're coming for you, evil servants of the sun. Hide in a city without sunlight. Wait for the sun killer. He and his friends can help. So I need the sun killer to help me. Mm. Um, and then the spell, you feel the spell, the, the connection just sort of break at that point. Her spell ends. And you have spent days kind of trying to figure out what this all means. And then you heard not too far away from you uh, was a dwarven sanctuary called Citadel Adbar. And therein you hoped, because you were told it was a dwarven city, you figured it's underground. Uh, your uh, friend Ichabod has talked at length at times about dwarven strongholds. Mm-hmm. And you found the dwarves to be uh, a lawful, good people. So that seemed to be your best bet. When you arrived uh, through the gates and entered underneath the mountain where the city lies, you were just surprised by the sheer number of dwarves who live here and uh, kind of taken aback by the generosity and welcome of the people. Um, Despite the fact that you're a foot or so taller than most of them. And most people are very afraid of me. Yes, and and that kind of thing. Um, You get the impression from even the faintest smiles that there's no malevolent intent here among these dwarves. Uh, They have seen things in their long lives far worse and scarier than um, a a lady with a mandolin. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but as you were making your way through the dwarves and just kind of marveling at some of the wares that they have for sale, and uh, it, they also sell apparel not sized for dwarves here, but for other races that visit, and there's, they cater to all kinds of guests. But at one point as you're going through a concourse, you got the feeling like you were being followed by somebody. And as you sort of looked over your shoulder, there was this kind of half-drunk, disheveled, blonde-haired rapscallion, you would call. A young man. Um, That's where he is. And with this sort of weird um, sack-like instrument uh, tucked under his arm uh, and a wine skin, a wine flask in the other. Sack-like instrument like a bagpipe? Like bagpipes, (laughs) yes, exactly. (laughs) And uh, with a wineskin under the other, and he was just sort of bumping into him. Um, and occasionally, you know, dwarf would just sort of walk right into his crotch, and he would just sort of double over. <laughs> uh, but he didn't seem like any sort of protector or anything. He kind of made you a little bit, I don't know. Um, Uncomfortable? A little bit, uh, because he seemed determined to get to you. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, and maybe I felt because sometimes when I feel threatened I actually like to seduce mm-hmm. and just yeah no. yeah he's so he's not he's not unattractive he's a uh, but he does look like he has had a fair amount to drink ah, so I might take advantage it's been a very long journey for me you know mm-hmm. I think I probably took advantage of that situation no one would blame you. No, yeah. he, he deserves it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nathan's not here, so whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so uh, do you want to then 
wait for him to catch up to you, or do you want to ambush him or um, clock him over the head? With oh, stuff? he's following me he's, now. Yes, okay. he's following you now. Okay, so I haven't taken advantage yet, but I might. All right. Um, yes, I'm going to wait and see uh, what he wants. Maybe I'm going to hide behind. I see like an old broken carriage, mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm going to hide behind the carriage and okay. just kind of observe him. Uh, yeah, as you do, you look through the gaps in the carriage. You can see that um, he kind of lost sight of you and is a little bit confused and is just standing there, staring, looking to see if somebody pokes their head out. And then he does kind of go blundering past the carriage. Um, I'm going to just make a quick roll. I've got his character sheet here. Oh, I'm he going to make looked. a perception Oh, okay. After you. Uh, you can also, if you want to stay hidden, make a stealth check. Okay. So, 16. 16? Okay. His perception is... Okay. Um, and uh, you wanted to make a perception check? Yes. Was there something you to, were looking for? Yeah, I just want to get a read on um, if, if he's after me for uh, malevolent reasons or if he's just curious. Okay. Um, ten. Uh, you're not sure, uh, but uh, as he does come around the um, carriage, he does catch a glimpse of you. Um, you are so, despite taking advantage of the cover, uh, you're so striking in his mind that uh, he does seem to sense where you are and kind of look in your location, and he just sort of lifts his flask up and goes, Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. What's your name? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, my name is Lilith, and I, uh, I'm looking, well, for the evening, I'm just passing through town. Do you know if there's an inn or a, a tavern that I could maybe take cover and grab some provisions, drinks? Yeah, you see him sort of point down the concourse with his flask up, and then he's like, mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> Looks over his shoulder. Um, takes another swig. Yeah. <laughs> um, there. And he sort of points in a direction. Down a kind of a narrow, dark, soot-stained alley. Which is instantly kind of suspicious. Uh, you can see that he has a rapier hanging from his belt, but his belt isn't quite fastened on right. Um, <laughs> and he's got a, he's got a bandolier of other wineskins um, that he wears, <laughs> and he's got his bagpipes. Um, maybe oh, I could. On, yeah, <laughs> pretty good. I'd like to try to persuade him to give me some of his alcohol that he's carrying. Oh, okay. Cool. Oh, wow, that's a yeah. hard one. This is, a, this is a tough one. Yeah. Roll high. <laughs> Persuasion. Uh, 27. Okay, he gives you... Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, you have natural 20. What? (laughs) You have natural 20. uh, So struck by you, he just undoes his whole bandolier and (laughs) gives them all to you. Thank you. This is most appreciated. And then he's just sort of then he's just sort of light and depressed and he looks at a sort of half empty wineskin and he says, huh, (laughs) I'd better get some more. Well, I'd be happy to share. I certainly didn't mean to take all of your... Is this ale? Or what kind of... He starts wandering off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye then. So, 
Thank you for the. But you do got this incredible uh, wine, all the, like eight to nine wine skins of ale. Wine, that's right. Yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna fasten that on. <laughs> Great. Keep that for later use. He just goes off. I think I was just robbed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and as you sort of fasten it around, uh, you are tapped on the shoulder by what appears to be a cane uh, in the hands of a small old man with wispy, thinning white hair and uh, rose-colored spectacles on the bridge of his nose, and you see dark shapes in the shadow behind him. One of them seems to be fluttering off the ground on winged boots. Hello. <laughs> and then you also see a horned fiend um, kind of <laughs> putrid uh, uh, step out of the darkness. Her glowing, <laughs> her glowing eyes uh, and, bro- and broad smile belying the sinister countenance. There's flies, too. <laughs> Fellow tiefling. Yeah, hi. Hello. My name is Strix, hi. You have Paulson's belt on. Oh, that was your friend. Did you kill Paulton? <laughs> no, I didn't kill him. No, of course not. Yep. So you see, in addition to the tiefling, a, a petite uh, human lass with curly locks and uh, a big sword, um, uh, not wearing armor at the moment. And a big axe and some javelins. Yeah, she's, she's armed to the teeth. <laughs> uh, but, I'm a armory. And is basically fluttering on little winged boots. And then there's sort of a behind the old man and behind the tiefling a shadow of a form, slender, slight, just sort of blending into the darkness like no one or nothing you've ever seen. In fact, you don't see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just the hint of a presence, really. Have you seen our friend? I'm, I think he'll be missing that belt. You know, he just gave this to me. Um, of course he did. He gave it to you, but why? I look at Strix for, like, context. He's drunk. I... He was very drunk. Oh. And it's been a very long journey for me. We'd be more concerned if he was sober. Says the young human fellow stepping out of the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you are, dear. <laughs> so this is, this is the evil that we've been pursuing? Uh, like this is the direction yes. that I was pointing? You, you're, okay. all, your, your Geiger counter has led you right to her. Okay. And as I'm right next to her, using... Divine sense, would I need to use it again? It's probably worn off. Or can I, can oh, I still use yeah, it? Can, can okay, do I, do I sense anything else about her? Like, is it like, wow, this is, there's so much evil here? Or is it just like, oh, it's kind of... It, it, she, she's clearly a, like um, Strix in a lot of ways, but you sense that she's a vessel for some powerful ancient mm. evil. Okay. Um, that doesn't mean she is, but wow, there's, there's, something, going there's something going on okay. there. Something definitely magical. Okay. Ask me about my curse. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we would need some excuse for, for coming to... Well, I guess... Yeah, we were just looking for our friend. We just happened to happen upon you. What a strange yeah. coincidence. Yeah, it's weird. You notice yeah. she's, uh, she also carries an instrument um, with her. So. Um, Are you a bard? I am. Yes. Oh my god. I love music. Can we play us something? Evelyn just sits down like this. Strix <laughs> <laughs> just hides and crosses her arms. This reminds me of Paulton. Oh. Where is Paulton? We need to find Paulton. <laughs> I think he ran in. Van Richten says, time. no, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> As you recall, he and Paulton have had a rocky relationship right. in the past. Yeah. So. <laughs> I suppose maybe that's 
maybe it is better that he's not I here. think Paulton said the next time he saw him, he'd kill him. That's yeah. true. Uh, yes, and you have a mission, my young man. Oh, now? <laughs> uh. yes. I'd like to ask you a question. Um, I'm looking for someone called the Sun Killer. Sun Killer? I'm sure there's no such person. The Sun... The morning lord, Lathander, could never be killed. <laughs> there is no sun killer. We don't know anyone by that name. Sun thing. She's going to go off. <laughs> well, I was told by a witch who I don't have the greatest past with that um, I need to find the sun killer to help me defeat... Christ remind me. To basically defeat those who are coming to kill you. There's some people coming to kill me. <gasps> and some I need the sun the killer. Sun. Uh, Van Richten says that is the witch, Gatsaga. Gatsaga, that's correct. I am acquainted with her. We have a history, she and I. Hey, babe. Does she live around here? <laughs> she says she is always close to me, but not physically. She has retreated to her demiplane. Mm. From there, she can reach out to us. Why isn't your demi-planes? He says, before I became a hunter of monsters, I lived a quiet life. I was a doctor, you see. My wife, my son were all that mattered to me. And then a vampire took my son from me, turned him into one of him, and I was forced to kill him, my son, Erasmus. I'm so sorry. I am the sun killer you seek. Oh. Oh, the sun killer. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was also searching for a different kind of sun killer. <laughs> well, I, I thought things were going to go real bad for Evelyn, but I'm yeah. really glad that it's not. <laughs> oh. I would never kill the sun, ever. Yes, I know. Yes. I am ashamed to say I followed them here, those who are trying to kill you, and they will kill you. Even now, they have spread out throughout this place to find you. Do you know why they're after me? Their leader, Sybil, is receiving dreams from the dark powers. Misguided though she is, her purpose is true, to strike evil from the land. She can sense it in you, or someone can. They wish to crush you. We cannot allow it. I do come from demon blood, but God Saga cursed me and killed my unicorn. <gasps> yes. And it is my duty to serve good people until I die in the hopes that I can break the curse around my family and my lineage. And you're certain, should Sybil get her, or whatever dark power is like, that's the end of all things, bad of all bad? Yes. Damn it. But also you had a unicorn? <laughs> <laughs> We have an owl bear. Waffles just like. <laughs> uh, Van Richten, he's he uh, he's got his uh, cane that he holds. He's also got a little doctor's bag. Uh, he cracks it open and pulls out uh, these sort of pink and gold strands of hair and hands them to you. The hell is this? <laughs> uh, as soon as you hold it, you realize that is part of the unicorn. <gasps> Fritz, oh, how did you get this? says I took it off of a creature working for a man you know, a duke mm. Can I see one of those? Sure 
Oh. Did you just eat that? You have more. (laughs) How do you feel? Does it make your insides all glowy? Does it make you feel more friendly? No. Hmm. I was just hungry. The Duke. You're still here. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was just gonna say. uh, I'll move swiftly. Stay here and keep her safe until I find a place that we can lead the others to. And now, um, he'll say to you, Strix and you, Evelyn, is there a safer place where we can stay while Dieth finds the killing field? Oof, okay. We're calling it that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the safest place I knew was... What about with Jasper? That sounds nice. Or back at the inn where we all had our own rooms. Yeah. Yeah, we we did have our own rooms. That's right. We'll go back to the inn. Right. I know where that is. I can find you guys back there easily. Perfect. All right. right. We're going to the inn. I'm sorry I ate your unicorn hair. It's all right. (laughs) <laughs> I thought he was gone forever, so at least I still have some here. It's good. All right, I'll knock four times with no rhythm. That's how you know it's me. All right. Bad <laughs> <laughs> rhythm? If so it's like... Just like, none. Okay. None whatsoever. All right. Sounds good. Uh, when you guys head back to the inn and you're kind of uh, in your private room, there's a common room with some bedrooms off of it, and the common room has a big hearth which you can light uh, to keep it warm because it's all underground and cold and damp. Uh, so as soon as you light the fire and things start to dry out, Van Richten begins to take some stuff out of his bag and one of them is a bottle of salt and he spreads it around in a circle and you asks magic. you if you'd be so kind as to just stay within the circle. That will block Sybil's ability to try to find out where we are. It's not comfortable, but if it you can keeps move me a chair. Safe, then you can move a chair in there if you want. Can you tell us more about this... Uh this very, very evil witch that has cursed you? I, I just, that's, I just had the one inter- interaction with her. I was uh, going through the forest when I was younger and with Fritz, my unicorn, and uh, she stopped me and she wanted to essentially gain his power for herself. And so I was too young at the time. My powers weren't developed enough to combat and beat her mm. and she took him from me but in exchange she said that the rest of my life if I dedicated the rest of my life to helping good people such as yourselves against evil I might break the curse why would an evil witch want to help good people against evil I look at von Richten and ask him he says there is little that true evil can abide more than other evil mm. wow that makes sense. Profound. Yeah. You're not here. You're Sorry, I'm not there. Yes, so uh, you're off looking for um, a quiet place in this bustling area. Just make a intelligence investigation check for Ooh. me. I don't get to do that very often. Nope. Hey, that's pretty good. Uh, 25. Ooh. 26. All right. Uh, after... An hour or two of looking around, uh, you find some uh, uh, steps leading up to a passage that cuts off of a concourse. Uh, it is uh, used to be maybe an old uh, rail uh, track or something, but it leads you into a large cavern that is basically a coal cart junkyard. And you see... Uh, in piles heaped up everywhere, just these heaps of old 
boxy iron carts, many of them with broken axles or their axles removed or they're tipped over. You can also see some giant ones, ones that are 10, 15 feet tall. Uh, obviously, uh, um, the wheels on them alone are quite enormous. You could, you could scuttle under one of these things. You say giant ones, just like large ones, not yeah. giant. Correct. Yes. <laughs> okay. Over, oversized okay. mine carts. Okay, just... Clear uh, distinction that I need yes. right now. <laughs> uh, there's, there's all this sort of cover, lots of places to hide in, under, behind. Uh, the smell of rust is thick in the air, and you can see many of the carts are not only rusted out, but they actually look like they're half-eaten. Like they're, they've half-eaten away. And as you sort of explore the cave more, you can see why. Uh, this has become a sort of playground or breeding ground for rust monsters. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and so all these, all these sort of dumb-looking creatures, these armadillo-like creatures with little propeller tails and uh, big antenna are hopping around, and as their antenna touch metal, it just sort of turns to rusty powder, and then they start eating it up with their mandibles. They're paying yeah. no attention to me right now. Like they, no, they got plenty of food. They are so intoxicated by the sheer volume of iron in Great. this graveyard, and there's so much of it left for them to devour that they pose no threat Great. whatsoever. Nothing on my person looks more tasty than what they've got. Absolutely not. No. Awesome. Good to know. Okay. Great. All right, and then I'll uh, immediately find, after finding this, I'll return uh, as inconspicuously as possible back to where the inn is. I'd like you to make a perception check on your way back. Okay. Oh, that's a nat that's one. That's a nat one. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yay. Welcome to the Waffle oh, Crew. There it is. It's got to happen at some point. It's not Bingo. a session unless it's a one. Okay. And you're going back in the bag. Shame. As you leave the coal cart junkyard and head back to your friends, uh, you can't escape the feeling that you're being watched. But it doesn't feel like somebody's following you, it feels like more of a supernatural sense of uh, uh, there's someone like scrying on you or Uh something. Okay. Uh, I started doing that thing where you walk faster but it's not quite a run so it's like... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yes, and you make it back out... Inconspicuous. You you make it back out into the more well-traveled areas. You move among the dwarves back to the inn, and you are able to reunite with your friends. Uh, When you get there, back to the door. (laughs) (laughs) Dance back. Open the door. It goes great. There's no rhythm at all. (laughs) Told you. All other than the rhythm of the universe that Lathander brings. Stop it. All right, I found a place. Great. Let's go. Uh, but also, I'll make it a point to say to uh, Strix Evelyn and especially Van Richten that I couldn't help but have this sense of being watched or um, spied upon or either supernaturally or the like. I, I couldn't really tell, but I just had those, uh, those, those rogue senses going off. I know when I'm being watched. Well, Xander watches over all of us at oh. all times. Can okay. anyone say anything helpful? <laughs> I, could, I guess I could do an Arcana check. Uh, if he's got a scrying sensor that's attached itself to him, you might be able to sense it with an Arcana check. All right, cool. I'll do that just to make sure and see how we how we fare. Oh, where's my little thing? All right, sixteen. No, you think he's full of crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not sensing anything. All right, paranoid. I will say that. Maybe a, <laughs> I will say it. maybe a little. All right. 
All right, uh, Van Richten will brush aside part of the circle um, uh, so that Lilith can step out safely. And uh, as you make your way out of the area and to the place that Dieth has picked out, uh, you get there, uh, no problem whatsoever. You see no sightings of Sybil and her gang. Um, Van Richten assures you, you don't have to, we don't have to go hunting for her. She'll find Lilith eventually. Um, and you do arrive at the coal cart junkyard and uh, see that it is a very, very large cave, over 100 feet across, with lots of places, lots of overturned carts and rusted carts to hide behind. You do see these sort of um, cute, you would consider them cute, Evelyn, mm-hmm. and, and so might you, Lilith, uh, rust monsters hopping around and just feeding on all the iron that they can get. And they're all sort of Aww. fat and pudgy. And oh, they, have, they have a good life. Yeah, that's what they look like. Aww, look Are they them. edible? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, actually, actually, you think that underneath those carapaces, they probably might be kind of tasty. Oh. Uh, yeah, very good source of what, iron. Like high oh. iron taste. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Evelyn kind of like she knows this is a battleground, and this is like the first time they've ever had a straightforward like this is where we're gonna fight. Mm-hmm. She's really good at fighting, so she starts walking around like kind of hands on hips, examining. She'll like move a cart a little bit this way, and then <laughs> move this cart next to it, and she's kind of like Lilith maybe in the middle. So she's kind of sizing her up of like, okay, how am I going to protect her? And she's just going about like setting the battlefield. Okay. As she does that, Strix will just immediately look for the highest point that she can get to. <laughs> All right, uh, Strix, make a perception check. All right, is there a gantry? <laughs> is there a great gantry? Uh, uh, no, there are, there are no gantries here. Uh, there's uh, there are some chains. Sort of dangling from the ceiling. I got a seven. Uh, <laughs> all right, um, you're able to find a ledge, but probably not the highest ledge in the room. Oh. So it's about like 15 feet up. But it's it's. Does it look like I'm going to have to like really get purchase on there, or is it like? No, big it's enough? broad enough that you okay. can crouch down on top of it like a cat, kind of. Cool. Misty step on top of the <laughs> mediocre ledge. All right. So Strix Misty steps up. I'm like I'm ready. A few feet. Is there? How tall is the cave? It's about 40 feet high. Okay. And uh, the chains are at the very top? Yeah, but some of them hang down about as low as 20 feet. Okay. With the their numerous overturned carts you had said, yeah, I'll find... Yeah, uh, all sizes. Whatever one that I can hide behind or in. There's so easiest. many choices. Yeah. I, it's, I'll, I pick the best one. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, which, whichever one gives me uh, easiest way to uh, kind of get behind where the entry point is for someone to enter so I can okay. get my ambushing on there. All right. I look at DF and I'm like... Do you have any idea of how we could, like, set some traps or, you know, make it so that once they get here they can't leave or anything like that? I mean, I'm not very good with the sneaky stuff. Uh, We're surrounded by trees and plants, right? There is not a tree to be seen anywhere. (laughs) Just just (laughs) rusted out mine carts in a dark old cave. And uh, uh, Van Richten, who sort of senses your distaste or displeasure, says, do not worry, my dear. You will be quite safe with us. Maybe. Maybe probably. <laughs> <laughs> we have is a track this record. civil person someone that you know? No. She is not like us. She's <laughs> misguided. <laughs> so not a friend? No. Good to know. Yes. She and her followers, none must escape. Not, not even the real tall one? Sorry. You'll make sure he won't escape. Sorry, Evelyn. Maybe he'll have a change of heart. And join us. Stop it. <laughs> uh, I have no tools or anything that can set up traps or anything to prevent any kind of escape. Mm. Plus, if something were to go wrong, 
we would also need an escape. Well, that's why you're the rogue. So I'll the top strikes will go. I have this cat heart. Oh, that's real nice. She was like throw it at you. Dart. <laughs> if there were some plants nearby, I could ask them to help us. But hmm. as there are none, hmm. yeah, uh, everything here is real dead. Yeah. Are, are rust monsters animals? They are uh, not typical beasts. They are they're classified as, I believe, monstrosities. Let me just double check. Typical. Yeah. Oh, oh dear. I'm yelling. I could set up a, a silent image of maybe another short giant uh, or something else scary. What about a big rust bug? Or ooh, what about a vision of Lathander? Could you do one? Do not try to imitate the movie more. <laughs> you would only do him injustice. Could you do one of our new friend here? I could do that. <gasps> I like that. And you could hide in a cart. Yeah. Like, they'll know you're in this area and they'll come looking for you. And if they see a, a false image of you and they go for that, that way you'll still be safe and we can still spring our ambush. And as soon as they enter, if this is okay with you, I could unleash a stinking cloud, which will make them throw up. Uh, yes, please. <laughs> as long as it doesn't get on us. Will it make us throw up? How close are they to me? Uh, I can throw so it in the other direction. They can be, they can be, as, they can be, since the cave is about 100 feet across, they can be certainly far enough out of the way that they're not going to get caught in your stinking if, blast. Maybe if you are farther into the cave, yeah. I okay. can unleash it towards the, the mouth. Yeah. All right. And I think I'll have next to you so. in a cart. Okay. Over there. Yeah. That's it. That's how we'll prevent their escape. You can use that stinking cloud so that if you try to get through, they're just going to get burny eyes or whatever. Yeah. Great. I will barking make the, the silent mouth. image of your image. Someplace okay. where they can see it, yeah. Where yeah. They, and, and I'll also okay. also facsimile it with the salt and her in the middle, mm. just to give them the idea that, that that she's in a protective. That circle. she's in a protective circle, oh. yeah. Okay. Smart. Can we give ourselves any kind of like we probably have surprise in this case because we're hiding? But is there any kind of advantage we can get from like knowing the battlefield or anything else that we could do here? Um, that will certainly help you when it comes to hide and okay. make stealth checks. You'll probably have advantage because you've studied the ground. Okay. Um, at this point in time, as you're making these plans, I'd like everybody to make perception checks. <laughs> and I will do so for Van Richten Oops. as well. Okay, well, 20. There I'll take that. That's fine. 19. 19. All right, 15. 15. 12. 12. 9. 9. Okay. Uh, Lilith, uh, while this is going on, um, you get the feeling that there's something else here. Just the hair on the back of your neck starts to stand up. You're kind of looking around as the plans are being put into motion and your image is appearing in Strix's little, uh, uh, in the center of the uh, cave. And you spot something on a high ledge, um, 30 feet off the ground, uh, staring down at you. Uh, Threateningly, maybe, uh, it is a stone creature with horns. Um, and bat wings folded up against its body so that I it see that. blends into the wall. No, I never see anything. And uh, when I Lilith sort of points anything. up Strix, your role is high enough that you see it too. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear me scream. I'm, Evelyn's like, her perception's horrible, so she's just like, <laughs> finally sees it. Yeah. It's in battle stance. Yeah, upon hearing uh, strict scream, it's like immediately like scan the aerial. Like, That's our battle cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
you're sort of looking up in that general area, but whatever it is is blending in really well to the stonework, Evelyn and Dieth. You're not able to see it because it's being perfectly still. Um, but Strix can see it, and Lilith can see it. And Do we recognize anything about it? Does it look like anything we've seen before? Uh, can I tell if it's a threat? It's you can make an insight check. Insight. Yes. And Van Richten will say, Gargoyle. Oh. Oh. oh no! You oh, no. got a one. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. So, well, um, as, as you, it seems inscrutable. Great. <laughs> uh, as soon as I see it, I'm going to panic and do my hellish rebuke immediately. <laughs> oh. it hasn't attacked you. Oh, it hasn't. Oh, okay, it's just yeah. standing there. Yeah. Maybe it's nice. I told you I was being nice. watched. I told you. It's not scrying. It doesn't have those abilities. I'm like having this conversation with Dieth from the ledge. I'm like, Dieth, it's not that smart. It was watching me. No, it wasn't. Can you talk? What language does it speak? Uh, so you know that gargoyles speak Terran. Oh, I don't know how to communicate with this entity. Mm. Strix is like, here you, here you Elemental go. Elemental Earth. I can, I can cross tongues on you if you want to talk to it. Oh. Maybe it's on our side. Maybe yeah. it'll help. I mean, I almost lit it on fire. I guess I'll cast tongues on myself and be yeah. like, are you on our side? It doesn't respond. What do you guys want? Try I... to persuade it to be on our side. <sighs> well, it I doesn't t- seem to be moving yet, so... Watched. Yeah. Perhaps it's just chilling out. You and... see lights coming down the corridor toward the cave, like uh, lantern light. Well... We are in the hands of Lathander. Perhaps this gargoyle will be a friend, and perhaps not, and we will be prepared. And I just go hide next to Lilith like I was supposed to. <laughs> I am not staying below this gargoyle. <laughs> Wherever I'm hiding, like I'm just listening for Sybil and all of them, but I am just watching that gargoyle. Yeah. As you watch it, DF, uh, you can see that its claws just sort of flex a little bit, and <laughs> you can hear the crunch of the stone and little bits, granules of, uh, the, of the ledge just sort of fall from its pointy fingertips. Uh, you can also notice for the first time that it doesn't have two arms, it has four. What? Cool. Oh, no. Okay. And even though it's hunched down, were it to stand erect, it would probably be about eight feet tall. Oh, wow. That's bigger <laughs> than I was imagining. <laughs> um, before they get there, do we have time for me to cast a spell real quick? You sure do. Okay. Last minute preparations would yeah. be good right I'm now. I misty step down with DF. I don't like the gargoyle. <laughs> okay. You guys are within 30 oh. feet of me, right? <laughs> Yeah. So I cast Bless on all of you. I all say, right. by the holy light of Lathander, may he shine his face down upon us and give us peace and strength. And then this light comes out. And usually you just ignore me because I'm just babbling, but this time actually like <laughs> sparkly light glows around you and you feel blessed. And all of a sudden you know. I mean, I feel itchy. <laughs> maybe a little itchy, but also that whenever you make an attack roll or a saving throw, you can roll a d4 and add the number. Yay. Yeah, nice. So you're all at, break out your d4s because you're going to be rolling a lot of them. Oh, Right. That's for just that's for up to a minute if I concentrate. So that's what I'm okay. focused on right now. Uh, and yeah. just to inform you guys, my stinking cloud spell only lasts a minute. That's all we need. Okay, great. Usually. Okay. Uh, <laughs> piling into the cave, you can see Sybil and eight of her fellow sun acolytes. Eight? Yes. Of course. Nine in total. And you can see that they are all wearing their stained white robes with the ancient symbol of the morning lord upon them. Uh, Your friend, the big guy, Mm -hmm. he's got a lantern and is sort of shining the light into the cave, uh, but you've all sort of hidden except for illusory 
Lilith. Mm-hmm. And so they boldly stride forth toward her. And as they do, they draw forth uh, their um, uh, clubs and maces. And they just, uh, Sybil just walks right toward um, the illusion. Lilith. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then you want to kick it off by dropping the stink bomb on them? Sure. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. I so from a cast secret, the stinking cloud. Yes. Since uh, you, since you, created the, <laughs> since you created the illusion of, uh, your, of Lilith, Strix, I'm not going to have any of you make stealth checks because you've completely focused their attention on something. Ha. Uh, so, unleash the spell. Yes, this huge cloud of gas engulfs them all. Um, can I borrow the player's handbook just to confirm that they have to make constitution saves? I believe. Um, it is a constitution. Okay. Mm-hmm. Against poison. Poison. Stinky cloud. Yep, it's going to engulf them all. And if they fail, they're going to spend their action retching and reeling. Lol. Hey, <laughs> look at that. And you can concentrate on that for up to a minute. All right, so you cast the spell and you throw down some skunk cabbage leaves and, or a rotten egg and poof, the spell goes off. And I am going to make a roll. <laughs> Uh-oh. Six, eight, four. Wow. <laughs> Get them all. Okay, okay. Um, so uh, your cloud affects Sybil and yes. five of the others. Uh, so six out of the nine are currently retching, reeling, and gagging as this greenish cloud erupts around them. And let's roll initiative. Yay! Yay! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ten. <laughs> All right. Ten for Evelyn. Mm-hmm. Fifteen for Lilith. Uh, I got three. Three districts. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Twenty. Twenty. Ooh. Someone will right. do well. <laughs> and Van Richten and the bad guys. Okay, so you go first, Dieth. You are currently hidden from view. And blessed. And Great. blessed. And they are all within this stinking cloud. Yes. Is there a way for me to approach one of them with also not getting myself in that stinking cloud? Um, so each creature that is completely within the cloud at the start of its turn, makes a save. So if you were to move into the cloud now and move back out after you attack, you would not be affected. All right, would I have enough movement for that from where I'm currently standing? All right. Yeah, I'll do that. I'm like basically running, do a quick stab, and then like hop out. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, So I'm going to go for one one that's not affected, like not currently gagging. Okay. So I'm going to go for one of them and try to get up in there with a sneak attack. All right, go ahead. You have surprise, so... (laughs) So stealthy. Uh, 25. Uh, Wait. Sorry, yeah. I'm blessed. blessed. <laughs> Got a lot of the 26. <laughs> okay, yes, you strike true. He is completely <laughs> unprepared <laughs> for you. <laughs> D6s. So every time you roll a D20, you Oh, can I borrow one? <laughs> yeah. My sneak attack damage increased. So now I've got, I'm throwing 66. Oh, dang. I'm ready for all the ones, because that's what I always get. Oh, come on. There's only yeah, it's not, okay, two okay. Ones. 5, 8, 10, 13, 15, 20 damage. Okay. Uh, you gut that one. Uh, it, his guts spill out onto the cave floor, and he drops dead. 
good. And nobody even Neat. saw you do it. All of a sudden, he's just mm-hmm. dead. Yes. That's Neat. really cool. And then you spring back out of the area of the cloud, uh, now in plain view. I, like I just wanted to further look, stain like, his robe. <laughs> okay. Did you want to uh, stay out in the open, or do you want to duck behind the ample cover of a pile of rusted Oh, if I could, like, ninja parts. back into stealth again, that'd be amazing. Okay. Do you want me to make a stealth check for that? Sure. Yes, please. These are pretty good. Um, You're blessed. Yeah, that's oh, uh, that's for <laughs> attack rolls, not for oh. skill rolls. Oh, that's till twenty six. Saving, I guess. Twenty six. Twenty six. Okay, good enough. All right. Uh, so, whoops, I'm looking at the wrong sheet. There we go. Attack roll or saving throw. Okay. Next up is Lilith. How close am I to any of the non? Uh, so the closest one, you you could cast that spell pretty far away. So um, you could be within thirty feet of the closest one if you want. Okay, I'm going to use my light crossbow. Okay. Oh, um, twelve plus, and then I get to roll this one. Yeah. Add it on top. Yeah, yeah D4 on top of it. Oh. The blessings so of the morning 13. lord. Uh, thirteen hits. Oh. You okay. pierce. The, uh, these guys aren't wearing armor, so. Oh, that's not good for them. Nope. <laughs> uh, six. Six. Mistake. All right. Uh, that one is still alive, uh, but she is screaming in pain. And uh, next up is Evelyn. Since I'm in a concentration spell, right? I can't. I can't even attack while I'm doing that. Right? Would that sure. break my? Co- I can. Yeah, you can. Okay. But what you can't do is cast another spell that right. requires your concentration. I'm just not very sneaky, and since we're all staying sneaky, <laughs> and I was chastised for not being very sneaky, I'm going to take one of my remaining javelins okay. and just throw that at one of okay. at the lady who's screaming that Lola okay. was attacking. Okay, the wounded one. Just Go ahead. <laughs> Don't forget to add your d4. Right, right. Okay, so, ooh, natural <gasps> That's 20! That's 20! Why do the javelins pay off? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah. roll the javelin dice twice. Okay. Evelyn's lost strength. javelin is in the chat. <laughs> I know. Evelyn's lost javelin. I'm Wait, lost so roll the, the damage yeah. twice is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. Okay, one plus two. So that's three plus one is four. That's it. Okay, you kill that one. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I did do a lot of damage, but I hit her like right in the eye. Yep. Yep. Nice. All right. And I'll uh, get that javelin back. Correct. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um... At this point in time, uh, Van Richten is just going to stand next to Lilith, keep an eye on that gargoyle, and protect you. Which brings us to the bad guys. So they are starting their turn, once again, in the cloud. There are seven of them left. Okay, four of them have succumbed to the cloud. Uh, The other three uh, stride forth and begin to move through the wreckage of the room, searching for... Actually, no, they're going to go up to your illusion and attempt to kill it. (laughs) (laughs) And as they strike the illusion and their uh, clubs and maces go right through, uh, they turn to Lilith, and one of them says, It's a trap! (laughs) (laughs) You've been bamboozled! (laughs) All right. Uh... And uh, so they are done. Um, and I think your illusion disappears. It does, yeah. yeah. When it's hit. It so does. it goes away. Strix. <laughs> Yay. What would you like to do? Um, 
how much space or do we have here as I ask for my fireball? <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> They're all, uh, all but the three. So you can either try to get the three who ran up and attacked the illusory Lilith, mm. or you can get the remaining four, including Sybil, who are clustered in the cloud. Cool. Um, and the gargoyle hasn't moved. Gargoyle has not moved. I'm so worried about that thing. There's really nothing I can do to it so right now because it's stone. So I guess I will just go ahead and um, fireball right where Sybil is because she was mean and gave me a mean one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what's the DC for their dexterity saves? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's uh, 15. Okay, they all failed. Oh, no. Watch so it happen, too. Bring great. on the damages. <laughs> oh, poor guys. Do you some D6s, or you got it? Oh, I've got it, yeah. Okay. I just need to roll one more. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, it's hard to see with my haunt, my contacts. <laughs> so it's going to be 8d6. That's right, I was you, like, I couldn't unless remember Unless you cast it at a higher level. Nah, 8's fine. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. It's still fine. That one's got killed by a javelin. They're probably good with 8. 15, yeah. 16, 18, 19, 20, 22. Okay. Um, so three of them, including your boy toy, uh, go, <laughs> go up in flames. Strix did that on purpose. Okay. <laughs> I, I kind of... In fact, the the lantern he was holding just sort of gets blasted through the air, sort of half smoking, and clatters and tumbles right to your feet, Evelyn. And it's just a burnt out lantern husk. And weirdly, weirdly in the reflection, you can see his now charred face on (laughs) the (laughs) ground. Strix is just laughing, like, (laughs) well, ashes to ashes, I suppose. Sybil is still alive, but very, very badly hurt by the blast. You can see that she is uh, calling out to the Morning Lord to protect her, and uh, screaming and down on all fours, and flames are just sort of leaping off her head. (laughs) Evelyn finds this disturbing. To watch someone calling for the help of the Morning Lord, who she thinks is misguided, but also she sees the irony in thinking that someone else is misguided when they're calling for the help of the Morning Lord. All right. Is the Morning Lord your Lord? Mm-hmm. Oh. Very powerful. Very. <laughs> don't, don't even ask. No. <laughs> right. Now's really not the time. <laughs> Diath, we circle it back around to you. Oh, awesome. Um, great. So I'm going to hop right back on out and get uh, ones that uh, have left the cloud and attacked the yes. visage. I'll go after one of them. Okay. Uh, do you want me to stealth up to them? Uh, you certainly can. Okay. I will just like stealth up to them for another possible sneak attack. Okay. Aha! Whoa! Oh, who else close? That, was, they, that teetered yes. on two for just a second. They do not see you coming. All right, 31, just for the record. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's some good stuff. All right. Yeah, and then I'm going to stain some more robes with a sneak attack to the back. All right. Uh, total, oh, D4 add. Yep. Nobody has gotten more uh, than a one. Still 20. Well, yep. Sanders just threw on one okay. damage. 20 damage? 20 for 10. That's it, yeah. So I kept on that D6 again. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, you easily hit this guy. All right. Look, look at this. Look at this. This is what I get every time. But you got some good ones. Yeah, but there's still, there's still half ones. All right. Last half full. 18, 18, 23. You kill him. Good. Yes. Suck ones. <laughs> You're going to try to run and hide? Uh, uh, no, at this point, I'm actually going to stay engaged. Okay, great. Oh. Yeah. You're like doing that night crawler, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No worries. Uh, next up is Lilith. So there are two 
that tried to attack your illusory form uh, that Dieth is currently engaged with. And then there's Sybil, the leader, who is choking and coughing and burning in your cloud. Okay. Um, can I do Hellish Rebuke if it was a, an attack on my... Has to be on you. Has to be on me. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to bestow Curse on... Um, <laughs> <laughs> on uh, Sybil. Okay. And I'm going to choose the... While curse, the target has disadvantage on attack rolls against me. Okay, then. And she has to make a wisdom saving throw. She rolled a natural one. Oh, <laughs> All no. right. Super uh, cursed. You utter this dark curse, and as you do, um, the, the energy of your necromantic spell um, flares in your eyes and then suddenly is transferred into her eyes, and her eyes just sort of go black, and then she becomes this sort of sickly, emaciated, gray-skinned figure. Just like, while nice. she's smoldering and choking cloud, just a bad day exactly, all around. Exactly, a yeah. bad day all around. That's Did the you true curse. Did to do that one? <laughs> uh, yes, and a good move. At this point, uh, we come down to Evelyn. Evelyn, sorry. Evelyn is like still very disturbed by this, and kind of just as an aside, is like we're like we're positive that she's, <laughs> she's evil, right? To, to von Richten. Uh, uh, you can see uh, Van, Van Richten is just sort of watching this with a weird smile on his face. Why, why are you smiling like that? Uh, and when you sort of get his attention, he kind of like snaps out and goes, what? <laughs> oh, nothing. I just kind of look at oh, Lilith. No. <laughs> oh, what's happening? Evelyn Everything's doesn't know. Everything's great. But she knows that Dieth is engaged, so she goes to aid Dieth because she, regardless of what's okay. right and wrong here, she's going to protect Dieth. All so right. she goes and um, confronts the other two. Yeah, she's going to take take out Treebane and just like by the holy light of Lathander, just charge into battle. Yeah. All right. Um. So with your D four Treebane, we you get, get eighteen plus two, so twenty on the first one. That's a hit. And roll your damage. To see if you can take him out. Where's my... Oh, I get there it is. Okay. Oh. I forgot that. Oh. <laughs> that's, a running, that's a running thing. We always <laughs> forget our... We got the second <laughs> attack. Yes, always, <laughs> always. Welcome to the Evelyn Club. <laughs> yeah. Don't that's worry. Six damage on the first one. Okay, that wounds him. Uh, and still then alive. I take one more swing. That's... Uh, where's my plus? Mm-hmm. Add it. It'll still count. You can make it work. Uh, I believe in you. Uh, Thirteen. Hit. Ha! Ha! And that's going to be 10 damage. Okay, you finally put that one down. (laughs) There you go. Okay, Uh, so you've got one uh, female cultist staring you down. Great. Uh, It's the young girl who was with Sybil when you first met them at the concourse. Uh, I don't... Less details, the better. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, and uh, after Evelyn goes, it is the doctor's turn. Um, you guys seem to have everything well in hand. So a doctor with them? To... <laughs> no, Von Richten's yeah. a doctor. Yeah, he's a doctor. Oh. He's a doctor. <laughs> I forgot that, too. If this is even um, him. He'll take off his spectacles and just clean them. I look at him. What are you doing? What's... Dieth, what is he doing? What's going on? I hate it. There's rust dust Doesn't on feel my right. spectacles. Puts them back on. And then we come to... The bad guys. Uh, so Sybil has to make a saving throw. She rolls a natural one. So she's still choking on your spell. You see her rip off her uh, Morning Lord holy symbol and throw it to the ground. 
She chokes and sputters. It uh, does nothing! And, and curses. Uh, but after she does that, she oh, is... Oh, me of little faith? Yeah, she can't attack or do anything while she's choking and retching, but she does discard it onto the floor. The girl tries to hit you, Dieth, with the mace. Uh, she rolls an 18. Uh, what? Okay. Oh. Wait, what? I guess I was distracted. All right, yeah. All right. She wallops you for two points of damage. Uncanny dodge! <laughs> One. Ha! <laughs> she nicks you with her mace. Uh, and it comes down to Strix. So Strix, there's still uh, Sybil choking, cursing in the cloud, and a girl with a mace beating up DF. Oh. I mean, beating up. It's like, up, you know, yeah. it's, it's cute. It's cute, yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, and the gargoyle still has not moved. Doesn't has not done a thing. Oh, I feel like I need to do something about that. Like something these, this stinks. is all. This is and all. It's not just the stinking cloud or me. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm used to that smell by now. <laughs> I'm not quite yet. Oh my gosh, this gargoyle thing. I just don't. Ugh. Can I try to do some damage to it? You can try. Like, but he hasn't tried to harm us. Oh, he will. <laughs> This is my MO. He will try to harm us. He might be friendly. Maybe You're going to antagonize the gargoyle? Look, he's going he's gonna to hurt us. He hasn't yet. Yeah. Okay, fine. He could I be on just, our side. Could just be chilling. Okay, it's, don't, I won't give in to my paranoia character development. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I will just... Uh, hey, magic. I tried to be sneaky. We're all making concessions here. I know. <laughs> I'll go ahead and magic missile Sybil. Yeah. Okay, give me some damage. Yeah, just a normal... Just three, normal, three missiles? Yeah, just normal missiles. Pew, pew, pew. One. Uh, one. Wow, thanks, Lathander. One. Wow. <laughs> Great. So that's that's. Yeah, it doesn't plus, feel good, it does two? it? So three a, plus one. Plus one on one, each yeah. die, so. That's right, so four. Lathander helps five. those who help themselves. Six. six sorry. One, six. two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, yes. Six. Okay, you do six points of damage. Sybil is still alive. She's like, Great. fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I think she's had enough. Oh, Let's God. question her. Boom, 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 boom. All right, and. Uh, Dieth. Yeah. I say that to Dieth. I think she's had enough. Let's this question. Fierce, oh, you still have one cultist is trying to mash her face with her mace. All right, so the remaining ones is Sybil and the girl. And her. Yeah. Okay. And there's, there's a wild, crazy zealotry in the girl's eyes. Um, she looks beyond reason. That's all I needed. Uh, <laughs> but thankfully, I've got Evelyn next to me. Mm-hmm. Yep, you sure have Which that means aura. I have an, an, an ally within five feet. Mm-hmm. And you also have, oh, there should have been disadvantage on her attack roll last time. So, oh. sorry about that. It was a point. It was fine. Yeah. All right. So, I'll just, uh, try to take her out okay. as cleanly as possible because I'm starting to feel bad. Hold on. <laughs> I know that says two, but I get to roll a d4 on yes, top of that. Yeah. Okay, okay, so, so now it's three. three. Yep. Hold on. Uh, Twelve. You hit her. <laughs> <laughs> Things are looking up for the waffle crew. Well, Thander actually helped that time. Yeah. Yeah. Oops. Uh, let's see. That's four, nine, eleven. I got to do one more. You do roll really low on. Yes, I do every time. Uh, I, I keep forgetting they're not like D threes because that's yeah. all you're getting. Thank you. Uh, Eighteen total. You <laughs> slash her throat. Oh. She bleeds out. Does says, any of it get on me? I can see the sun. And dies. <gasps> Awkward. I'll look over Go at Evelyn. I'm light. sure she's lying. Go into the light. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Lilith, there is one remaining. Uh, oh. The monster Sybil. Sybil. Let's finish you once and for all. I'm going to use my crossbow again. Light crossbow. Aim. Aim. Don't forget to add your d4. Okay, 
So 14 to hit. Oh, uh, that hits. Great. And 12. Oh, wow. Okay, yes, you shoot her right through the heart. Oh. In fact, her, yeah. her, heart, her heart is sticking outside of her body on the end of your arrow ball. Yeah. Next, no. <laughs> no. Neat. No. She died. Sybil's eyes roll back in her head, and she perishes. Uh, yes. When she hits the ground, the gaseous cloud around here just starts to blow out We can't out question her. her now. Yeah, well, now she's heartless, stinky, and on fire. True. Well, Strix immediately runs up and takes the heart. <laughs> okay. What'd I say? All right, you've got, you've got a Morning Lord cultist heart. Make sure you make a note of that. I didn't take know. it. I didn't take it. <laughs> Write that right. down. I didn't take it. Oh, you didn't? didn't take no, I'm lying. I'm okay. lying oh. to Diet saying oh. I didn't oh, take I it, see. but my hands are covered in blood. Mm. I obviously yes. took it. Okay, uh, Van Richten suggests that, we, that you guys get back to the inn as quickly as possible. There's no telling what the gargoyle might do or what this combat might attract. Wait a minute. You have some explaining to do, Von Richten. You, your face... During that battle, what were you thinking and what's going on here? He says, we have done good work today. Are you sure? How can you be sure? I because do. I've killed monsters all my life. Can you do an insight check to see if he's, he's barmy? Yeah, me too. Sure. If he just if he went off, off his rocker, one too many vampires to the head, like... No. I rolled a 20! Yes! <laughs> For that. I got an 8. Okay, uh, he is definitely off his rocker. Uh-oh. Oh. oh, no. What do you say? Oh. Uh, Strix just looks at everyone and goes, he's barmy. Well, you can see he's got his, he's sort of packed up his bag and he's standing by the entrance. He's sort of hoping the, get the gas cloud clears. Do you want to keep it going or you want to make it go away? This I point? Can't. What have we done? Evelyn's, like, heart is dropping and she's kind of looking at everybody and she's like, by barmy, do you mean you're... Typical sense of barmy, or do you mean like we just made a huge mistake kind of barmy? The gargoyle opens its eyes and moves. You see it unfurl its wings and flex its forearms, uh, clenching them into fists. It just sort of lets out this silent yawn, like it just woke up from a long sleep, and then it stares at you, Strix, <gasps> and stares at you, DF. And then, drops the heart. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, you see it sort of bare its teeth in a weird grin and begin to move as though it's going to take flight. Oh. Everyone remain very still. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a T-Rex. Oh <laughs> Maybe we can't see when we don't move. Is that the plan? No! <laughs> I will immediately go underneath one of the, the turned-over carts. Okay. Strix dives for cover in the rusty carts. <laughs> Evelyn just stays exactly where she okay. is, motionless. Uh, as is Van Richten. I think, yeah, Diaz will actually also just stand there okay. next to Evelyn. Lilith? Mm. She's like, what's happening? You're still undercover, I think, right? She's behind some cover. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll stay. Okay. The gargoyle alights uh, and swoops down toward Van Richten, <gasps> passes him right over his head, and flies out of the cave. See? Totally fine. No threats. <laughs> Tricks his face. <laughs> <laughs> he just left. He saw us do all that. It's probably fine. Oh, no. It's not fine. <laughs> Probably no, we should probably judge. follow it. This is it. from inside the container. Going, <laughs> you want to follow it? Yes. 
It Why? knows because it saw something. It knows something, and it's currently trying to bring that information somewhere. First, I would like to know where. Tie up Barmy number two. Tie up Van Richten. But it. it Strix, you call people Barmy a lot. Like, what kind of Barmy are we talking about here? <laughs> Barmy, as in we might have just killed some lawful followers of Lathander. I, see I turned him on Richten in the leaving. horror. <gasps> I tackle him. Grab him. <laughs> okay. Just like full on quarterback right. from yeah, behind. Yes, so you tackle the old man yeah. from behind and take him down to the ground. What were you thinking? <laughs> uh, his spectacles sort of hit the ground and one of them cracks. We trusted you. Get a grip. I have a grip on you. On your senses. Okay, Evil I have a grip. has been destroyed today. Well, I don't know if I believe you. Defend yourself. Strix is saying you're crazy. He says, maybe I am. Well, case in point, I guess? That doesn't change the fact that we need to leave here now. Why? Well, who was the gargoyle? Why do we need? I don't know. <laughs> He's right, we do need to leave, but he's coming with us. Evelyn? I tie him up. All right, you tie up Van Richten, <laughs> and you usher him back. When you make your way out into the main concourse, you can see that there is a disturbance. Obviously, the dwarves traveling back and forth along here saw a big four-armed gargoyle fly out of a previously overlooked part of the city and uh, head off in a direction, but you're not sure where. It went like a bat out of hell. Um... Uh, Maybe we metaphor. just scared it with our powers. That could be. <laughs> that makes sense. That must have been it. Yeah, it could have been a oh, yeah. waffle crew sure intimidation was, thing. Yeah, I'm sure that was it. Great at that. Yeah. I think we just woke him up from a nap. Some people do look at you um, a little sideways as you've got this old man kind of roped up his hands behind him. Uh, you're carrying his bag and his cane. Um, he's not wearing his spectacles. They broke. Uh, we just need to know that. if you're crazy. Sorry, Van Richten. He says, I've been hunting vampires all my life. Yes, of we course know. I'm crazy. I mean, you're, yes, you're, cra- you're crazy I mean, like she's crazy. <laughs> I'm just very confused. I feel like I need to spend some time in prayer. Uh, let's bring him back to the inn. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you do, and you're able to uh, rest up there. You can hear in one of the back rooms Paulton snoring. Glad <laughs> <laughs> he made it back. Yeah, he made it back eventually. Uh, and uh, Van Richten, you can just sort of pop him down in a chair, and he just kind of, or on a stool or something, and he'll just stay there tied up staring into the fire like he's staring into some past life. I sit cross-legged on the floor next to the fire, staring at him, and just go into, like, deep prayer, and I'm searching for insight from Lathander. Just to, like, understand the situation and what I should believe. Okay, uh, make an insight check. Goddamn fucking fuck. Come on, please. Uh, 17. Um... You just get the vaguest inkling staring in the fire that uh, you have nothing to fear. Nothing to fear. Okay. Um, But a great trial Mm -hmm. is about uh, to um, happen to you, and you are going to be faced with the greatest choice you've ever made in your young life. That sounds like fun. <laughs> I'm sure I'll prove myself to be a worthy servant of Lathander. I open my eyes and I'm refreshed and I kind of pat. Uh, when you open your eyes, Strix is right in front of your face. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Hi! Um, some time passes. Lilith, did you want to stay with them knowing that the danger has passed, do you believe? Yes, and I was going to offer um, is this a short rest? Yeah, kind or... of, but you could, you could extend it to a long rest. There's no imminent threats or anything. And... I regain my hit point. 
<laughs> I was going to say, if it's a short rest, I can do a healing song. Okay, great. Or song of yes. rest. And That'd then everyone will, will take, uh, I believe it's 1d8. Oh, everybody's going to get their hair points back yeah. then. Yeah, we had oh, very only, little damage. I, I got nicked, and I, that's yeah, about it. Yeah, he's got it. a little tiny oh. abrasion on his, yeah, so. It's you, gone now, you sing, thank you. <laughs> you sing, and it disappears, and everybody is feeling fine. Yeah. Even really likes the song and claps. Yeah. <laughs> she kind of pats Van, Van Richten on the knee as she like gets up from her prayer, and she's like... I'm sorry about that. I shouldn't have tackled you. I just felt very confused, but I feel reassured now. The, the morning light is shining down upon us, and I feel we are on the right path. So can we, should we untie him? I think it's fine. He's a crazy old man, but he kills vampires, so. And he saved my life. Well, I'm yeah. not untying him. You can untie him. He scares me. I untie him. Okay. He'll, and I, he'll hang with you for a while. Uh, does any of this happen? He'll write some notes. Actually, uh, he gave his journal to Paulton, so he won't yeah. write anything. That's right. Um, do we have any way to fix his spectacles? I don't. I do. I can press mending. I, I oh, no, we don't have mending. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. He'll get new know. ones. Yeah, he can probably secure some. Actually, he's got the mending spell. So oh, okay. if you hand him back his broken spectacles, he'll just fix them with the spell. Oculus Reparo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so as, as time passes and you begin to relax, uh, Diath Strix, uh, shortly after um, the, <laughs> shortly after the uh, short rest... Uh, and you've sort of retreated to your rooms just to sort of pack some of your stuff up and whatnot um, and to get ready for your audience with the king, which was aborted. Uh, you, a wave of nausea overcomes you and you suddenly both feel weak. What? Just those two? Yeah. And Dieth, as you sort of look, um, with you it's a little bit different. It feels like your, your skin is sort of burning, Strix. Oh. Uh. Um, with you it feels like uh, you've pulled muscles in your neck. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> oh, no! Uh, and when you when you look in a mirror, you can see that there's a discoloration around your neck. <gasps> no, no, not again! No! Oh no! We, long story. We've died before. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Like I'm just I am kind of looking between them. Like what? What's going? What I, are you? I am not okay. Strix is feeling gross, and she comes. Yeah. She's gonna go over to your room. Mine or Mine? Yeah. No, Dia's room. Oh. Okay. Yeah, when you make your way over to his room, you actually have a sort of a spell where you're so weak, you almost stumble oh, just no. outside his doorway. I'm just crawling, clawing on the door. Yeah, you're just crawling over <laughs> to the door, crawling up There's to that. There's something bad happened. I think we were poisoned or something. Uh, it sort of feels like that. Yeah, like I'll open up the door and like find... She sort of falls there. in when you do. I'm sorry, you like catch her. Like and a tumble of rags. <laughs> yeah, like, I'll like catch her and kind of like fall with her because I'm also like freaking out. Like, What's happening? Do I actually like feel myself like choking perhaps? Yes. Yes, shortness of breath um, uh, is overcoming you. Uh, while, you're, while that's happening to you, Evelyn, you see Van Richten. He just gets very, very pale and thin and uh, kind of weak. Uh, and, and you can see the color seem to drain from his face and hands. Are you okay? I'm sorry I tackled you so hard. I didn't know you were that old. <laughs> and uh, he says, no, this is something else. What is it? Like an old curse returning from beyond its grave. An old curse? Were you cursed before? He says, many times. Well, why would it be returning now? I don't know. And then he sort of looks in you, in you and for an instant you see the sort of gold lights appear in his eyes, like deep in his eyes, almost like you're looking into his soul for an instant there. Whoa. Yeah. And uh, he sort of reaches out and kind of 
grabs you and you can see he's trembling. Mm -hmm. And he says, do you know how many times I've died? No, zero times? (laughs) (laughs) Find your friends. I like kind of just nod and I, I look at Lilith and I say, I'm going to find my friends, are you coming? I run to their rooms. Okay. Yeah, you see Dieth and Strix uh, in obvious pain. I jump down to the ground where they're in a pile. I cradle one in each arm. <laughs> What's going on? And I'm trying to, like, come in. Even her weakness, Strix is uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, you see Van Richten kind of standing in the doorway behind you, using the door frame to brace himself, and he says, it's a death curse. Oh. I see Dieth throat and I look at Strix's skin and I'm like, oh no, it's all it's all being undone. From when you came back to life, it's being undone. What do we do? I know about this curse. Tell me. We've been, uh, my other friends and I have been trying to find the, <laughs> um, what's his name? Soulmonger. <gasps> He no one cast- has Mong souls. <laughs> uh, essentially, it's a curse that if you come back from being dead, it's a curse that will take you again and kill you. Why? People have been dying within 30 days. 30 days? Yeah. I look at my friends. Cursed. How do we stop it? I don't know. We have to find the soul monger. Ben Richten says, I know a way. Are you sure you know a way? He says sort of surprised. Yes. Well, tell us. You received the blessing of Saint Markovia. Oh, I remember that. She is the protectress of life, a servant of the Morning Lord. You still carry that blessing. Mm -hmm. You can use it to stave off the effect on your friends. How? By dying. (laughs) Of course, Chris Park. No. (laughs) (laughs) You're not okay. Oh. Oh well. Well, that's that's quite a. An ending, Chris Perkins. Mm, I like yes. how you messed up your wig, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, yeah, it's always, <laughs> yep. Oh, no. <laughs> Welcome to the Waffle Crew. Yeah. <laughs> yes, cliffhangers are Every free. week. Ah! Yeah. So. That's great. Uh, thanks. That's this is always fun to have a nice live game. Yeah. Yay. Awesome. Yay. Thank you so much, Allie, yeah, for joining thank us. Thank you, Allie, for joining yeah, us. Yeah, that was so fantastic. Fun. Well played. You lived. Yay. <laughs> for now. For now. twist. Everyone, everyone of us died. It's true. Aww. It is true. See, the great thing about playing a D&D game weekly is that when Chris cliffhangers you, you get to live with that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You just think about it. Choose wisely. Oh <laughs> well, you know what Evelyn's going to choose. Oh, now I wish you guys were playing in our game. <laughs> Any time. We're, we're not in the greatest of, uh, of uh, conditions at the moment. Right. <laughs> we wouldn't be too uh, much. That's right. Yeah, we're yeah. going to be... The whole dying thing. Yeah. yeah. Searching on your behalf. Yeah. yeah. So Lilith's like, ah, I guess I'm out of here. <laughs> Bye, thanks. You heard, saved my life. You heard that part. <laughs> like, just leave Evelyn cradling us. By the way, Halton is also asleep in the other room. He has no idea any of this has happened. Oh Correct. God. Well, All right. that 
that all that we've got? That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dice Camera Action with Chris Perkins. Don't forget, Chris and the Waffle Crew broadcast live on twitch.tv slash dnd every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com. Until next week, happy hunting. Happy hunting.